Welcome to the Besties with Breasties podcast. Sarah Hall here. I am a certified health and wellness coach, athletic trainer, mom, and breast cancer survivor. I help women overcome their own mind drama to make mind shifts that open up the possibility for their most empowered and energetic life. And I am Beth Wilmus, author, speaker, and founder of a human investment organization, otherwise known as a nonprofit called Faith Through Fire. Our mission is to reduce the fear and anxiety that breast cancer patients feel and replace it with hope and a path toward thriving. This podcast is about our experiences with breast cancer and life after as young survivors and moms. Hey, Sarah. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I'm excited about this episode. Me too. All right. So... Just to recap for everybody, last episode, we talked to to a local nonprofit dedicated to eliminating barriers to care for breast cancer patients who are worried about the financial impact of their diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And today we're going to kind of expand upon that and build on that topic by talking to another local nonprofit who offers free financial education and life skill classes to improve quality of life for St. Louis residents. So So needed. So needed. Right. Yep. Today we have Camille Branch and Tamika Wicker Slack with us. Camille is the Director of Operations and Strategic Partnerships for Prosperity Connection. And Tamika is the Director of Financial Education for Prosperity Connection, which is a nonprofit in St. Louis. So welcome, guys. Thank you. It's so good to be here. So we're going to open up. um, This will be a fun banter. We're going to open up with an icebreaker question. Yeah, we love to do icebreakers just to kind of get to know people before we start talking about uh, work stuff. So you guys up, up for that? Absolutely. Lovely. Yes. <laughs> All right. So if you were stuck on vacation somewhere, where would... Like for the rest of our lives? Oh, yes. For the rest of your life. Yes. Yes. Where would you be okay with being stuck? Camille, um, Camille, what about you? Where, where, where do you want to be? As long as there is sunshine and a beach, I am good. Mm-hmm. As long as my family is there, right? Like my kids mm-hmm. and my husband have to be with me, I guess. Yeah. This is make-believe. You get to create the rules. <laughs> Then a a full-time nanny is going to be with us as well. Oh, Oh. (laughs) there you go. Yep. You stole my answer. That's what I'm going to say too. That's amazing. (laughs) What about you, Tamika? I will say either Hawaii or Fiji. Oh, have you been to both those places? I've been to Hawaii and I fell in love. Oh, that's awesome. My husband absolutely adored Hawaii. Yeah. I loved Hawaii too. It is absolutely beautiful. The only thing that I didn't like is that the water felt cold. Oh, when yeah, did you go? That's true. Is that is that yeah. all year round? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. What about you, Sarah? <laughs> oh, I I'm really torn because I would pick like Colorado is beautiful in the winter, but it's also beautiful in the summer or the beach. But you know what? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick with Colorado. Really? I, think I, I like the vibe of Colorado. It's very like earthy and naturey and oh, that's so you. Yeah. <laughs> so granola. <laughs> so hippie. <laughs> <laughs> so you. Yeah. You will find me on the beaches of Sarasota. Oh, nice. And I'm with Camille. I want a nanny. And while we're at <laughs> it, we're, yeah, we, there you go. And a personal chef if we're if we're gonna go if we're gonna go big. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Awesome. I like that one. Yeah. Do you have another one? Yeah, let's do we'll make this one a quick one. So uh, what characteristic do you, do you have as a kid that you feel like helps you today? Has anybody got oh, one yeah. jumping out at them? <laughs> this one, it does require a little thought. You want to go first? Sure. Have you thought about it? I, I've got one. I feel like I was pretty outgoing and, and daring. I just like jumped in and did whatever was around me. And I think that that helps me now 
I was even just talking to a friend about this is like if something comes up and it presents itself as an opportunity, I just jump in and I do it. And then I learn and then sometimes I have to step back and learn my lessons. But it's, uh, it's allowed me to experience a lot of things in life. OK, because yeah. you're not afraid of trying something new. Correct. Got it. Yeah. What about you, Tamika? That's a good question. <laughs> um, I would say my ability to just being able to jail no matter what situation I'm in. I've always been like that. Even though I will come off shy in the beginning, but that's mm-hmm. filling out the room. Mm-hmm. And once I get the feel of the room, I'm all in. Ooh, okay. you're very intu- and you're intuitive. Like you can, yeah, you can yeah, read the roll room. with the punches. God. Yes, nice. yes, yes. I could see how that would be super beneficial That's as a good an adult. Quality. Mm-hmm. What about you, All Camille? Right. Um, so I'm going back and forth. Like, if I were to answer this question, I would say like my caring nature. I've always wanted to take care of things, whether it be like you know a puppy or a, an injured bird outside or something along those lines. If you were to ask my mom and my husband, they would say my bossiness. Oh. <laughs> So, I mean, I think they both have their pluses and minuses. I love the, differentiate, the yeah. difference between how, how you're viewing yourself and your mom. Lady boss and Carrie. <laughs> right, right. That's funny. That's nice. funny. Beth, what about you? Well, this has helped me as much as it's hurt me, but I don't really care what people think about me. Hmm. So as a kid, you know, it was really helpful. I just had a lot of confidence and it was just like, hey, you, mm-hmm. you know. You do you. Yeah, you do you, you know. <laughs> yeah, the same goes today. I just don't get really wrapped up in what other people think or feel. And I, I think it's more of a positive than a negative. But yeah. you, you could see how that could also go astray. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think if we all sit down and judge our little characteristics that we think about ourselves, anybody could say there's a positive and then there's negative. Right. But you know what? There's mostly positive. Right. Because it's you. Right, yeah. right. Well, I'm excited. So, Camille, do you want to kind of tell us a little bit, tell our listeners what Prosperity Connection is, what your mission is? We literally exist to promote economic success for everyone in the St. Louis region. We do that by providing financial education classes and access to reliable financial products and services, as well as one on one coaching. So, like, we just we want to see the St. Louis community that everybody is flourishing, that everybody has the access, the skills, the tools, and literally that confidence to achieve their financial aspirations. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm really excited to kind of delve into that, especially in the context of women who are potentially facing a life-threatening diagnosis. Um, Before we kind of go into that, let's go to our first sponsor. Hair loss is consistently ranked as one of the most feared side effects of chemotherapy treatment. The emotional impact chemo hair loss can have on patients has been well documented. Scalp cooling is a simple treatment that can prevent hair loss caused by certain chemotherapy drugs. The use of scalp cooling is proven to be effective in preventing chemotherapy-induced alopecia and can result in people retaining much of their hair. Paxman is the global leader in scalp cooling. Their cold cap is scientifically proven to reduce hair loss during chemotherapy. If you are facing cancer treatment, and concerned about losing your hair, ask your provider about scalp cooling and visit our website at paxmanscalpcooling.com. That's paxmanscalpcooling.com. And we're back. You gave us a little bit of an overview about Prosperity Connection, but can you tell us how did your organization start? Yeah, so we've been around for about 11 years. We were formed in 2009 by the board of directors from St. Louis Community Credit Union. 
And the board recognized that our community lacked sufficient access to those vital financial education resources that build financial education. They formed us. We really got off the ground in 2012. We opened our first Excel center. So it was serving as a destination point for the St. Louis community at large. And we used that point as a place to hold financial education classes and those coaching sessions. Since 2012, we've opened three additional Excel centers, which is so exciting. And well, currently we're not using any of them because we're all virtual, but we offer all courses and one-on-one coaching virtually right now and hopefully soon to come back in our Excel centers throughout the St. Louis region. So I think it's really important to just say this because, you know, Sarah and I are coming at this from the context of a breast cancer diagnosis. And I think it's really important to note that cancer doesn't exist in a vacuum. So that means that some women prior to their diagnosis are already having financial difficulties. Mm -hmm. And so that that additional diagnosis just kind of compounds what they were already financially stressed about. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to know what you all think is the biggest financial mistake that you see people making. You know, honestly, there's a couple. So first, not feeling comfortable talking about it. We live in a society that's really stigmatized for talking about money and finances openly and honestly. Mm -hmm. And especially when you pair that with an illness or a loss of income and all the stressors that come with that, it's overwhelming and it's scary. Mm -hmm. So many times it's easier to turn a blind eye or seriously just ignore the mounting financial burdens that somebody's facing really opening that door and shining a light on finances and all the topics surrounding finances and supporting people through that seemingly daunting task of dealing with those finances, in turn, empowering those clients to give them a script to talk through, a script and like talking through points for creditors is the first step to financial well-being. Secondarily, I think that Many clients, and a huge mistake that probably all of us make, I know I do it many times, is literally not knowing where our money's going. It's it's difficult when you're talking about families because getting everybody in the household on board with tracking finances, putting together a spending plan, or literally just knowing where their money is going is a, is a um, hurdle in itself. Mm-hmm. But knowing where your dollars are going sheds light onto the importance of a spending plan. Oh my gosh, that is so true. I don't, Sarah, have you ever done that? So my husband and I did an exercise because we were thinking, we were having one of those moments of where's all our money going? (laughs) And it's like, well, let's consult the bank statements. And then you pour over them and you start making categories. And lo and behold, guess what? Our lives had gotten really busy and most of our money was going to eating out. Mm. So, which was not only detrimental to our finances, but also our waistline. So, but, you know, I think it's it's important because right after you did that, I started, um, my husband and I started to kind of track our finances as well. But sometimes you just need help with like creating a structure because first I started out like with an Excel sheet and then I started doing it on paper and then fa- ended up coming to this program called Wave. And now we track our finances through Wave. So having somebody to sit down with you like you guys do, like having that financial coach just kind of guide you through that because sometimes it's just like throwing spaghetti at a wall. You're trying to figure out like, how do I even track this? I don't know where my money's going. I don't even know what I'm doing. So, Well, and to your point, Camille, too, it's 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 about, I think, as much your relationship with money, how mm-hmm. you feel about money. For us, it was really, it wasn't just about where we were spending our money. It was also the acknowledgement that stress was causing us to spend money in these ways. And so <laughs> it's not just about the dollar. It's about what motivates you to spend that 
dollar. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really Absolutely. interesting once you delve into your relationship with money, what motivates you to spend money. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's tied to unhealthy behaviors that need to be addressed before you can even, you know, thrive financially. I don't know if yeah. you agree with that or not, but Oh my gosh, absolutely. No, that's absolutely uh, true. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you guys see that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, half of our staff are social workers because there's so much stigma tied to money and um, it all boils down to our relationship in the past and the present that dictates where it's all going and how how those things play into our everyday life. So can you guys kind of tell us what what a typical, like somebody that comes to you and asks for help, like what what's a typical scenario of somebody that's that's kind of struggling? Oh my gosh, there's so many. So if we're talking about budgeting and spending plans, people come to us not knowing what they need help with. One of my favorite things when I was a coach was pulling out all my different highlighters. They sell packs of like 10 of them in a, in a pack. And each color has, you know, represents something. And having them sit down with me and do it and teach them how to dictate where their money was going. Many times it's just that one appointment and people, something clicks and we never see them again because they feel really great about it. Mm-hmm. Some people really need that handholding and are dealing with a lot of mounting debt, financial crises in terms of, you know, collections and needing needing to raise their credit to find a place to live. There are just so many different avenues that people come to us through. It's hard to pinpoint one. So how do how do people typically find you like you know do you do you like get online I need help with my finances like um, where where are you finding the people that are usually coming to you for your services? A couple different avenues. So we have partnerships with the majority of the financial institutions in the area. And we really try to train their MSRs and frontline staff on the fact that we exist. And when you see somebody coming through with NSF fees, non-sufficient fund fees in their banking account, or if they are going to collections because they're past due on something, you know, a loan of some sort, we train those frontline staff to send them over to us. Many times it's just a mismanagement of money and a simple sit down with a spending plan can really help relieve some of that, some of those stressors. Other times we get referrals from nonprofit partners. So we have a robust partnership with, gosh, dozens of nonprofit partners. I was going to ask you, what about the social workers at the hospitals? Because, you know, a lot of the women that are going through breast cancer treatment are incredibly nervous about their financial state before a diagnosis and then after are, you know, often working with the hospital social workers trying to figure out how they're going to pay for treatment. Do you guys see any referrals coming out of the hospitals from social workers dealing with cancer patients? You know, we're, we have not set foot in the hospitals yet. We are working right now to, to roll out a lot of those program programmatic things. I'm sure with COVID that's oh, kind of all been sidelined. Been so hard. <laughs> yes, exactly. You're right. Hospitals and treatment centers almost always have a social worker on staff and that's one of the one of the key people you need to talk to when you're when you're struggling or really just facing those financial burdens. And I do want to take a moment to just tell patients directly that, you know, your doctors and nurses are incredibly busy and they're trying to give you personalized care, but they're not necessarily going to be asking you these questions related to your ability to pay for treatment or your Mm -hmm. finances. A lot of the nurse navigators do, but it really is important for you to specifically ask to speak to a social worker and to know about organizations like Prosperity Connection so that you know that you have 
groups available to help you through this time. So I just want to kind of reiterate that, that, that you don't need to wait for your doctor or nurse to bring this up, that you can bring it up and ask them specifically to speak to one of their social workers or directly contact Prosperity Connection. Yeah. You know, if I were to give any advice to somebody, it would be to not be shy, right? To start that dialogue by asking about straight up the costs associated with treatment and options, asking for a social worker or the finance department. Um, Most hospitals and places have those, but it's not in their normal protocol to refer you to them. So Mm -hmm. if you don't don't ask many times, it's not offered. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah which is just a shame in itself, but that's what we're all here for, right? To create that dialogue and to let people know yeah. this, is, this is okay to ask about. Yeah. Like we, we say all the time, like advocate be for yourself, your own be advocate. your own advocate. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We, we beat them like a dead horse. For it's sure. just so we're constantly <laughs> telling them that they got to do that. So before we go on, let's go in. We're going to do our fun segment called boobs in the news. You guys up for that? Are you guys up for listening to Boobs in the News? I love it. Yes. (laughs) All right. So Boobs in the News is a fun segment where we read funny tweets from real people or ridiculous news stories. Boobs in the News. Boobs in the News. Boobs in the News. All right. I'm going to lay this one on you. Okay. So a 22-year-old man in Milwaukee was in critical condition after he was bitten by a venomous pet snake. Oh, no. Animal control division officers found more than two dozen reptiles in the guy's home. Uh-uh. The snake that bit him is a gaboon viper, what? which can produce the highest volume of venom and in, in its two inch fangs. So it can get that venom very deep. Oh, okay. Neighbor- <laughs> I, first of all, I have to stop. Gaboon viper. <laughs> Like you see, why that, would you own that? Right, you see that in a pet shop. You're like, I want one of those. Yeah, right. Oh, it's a, so cute and cuddly. A and B. I want to know if this man lived alone because if he lived alone, he probably would have died. Um, I don't know. But neighbors did say that the man often spoke about his snake collection and that they were the loves of his life. They were his pets. Do we think that this is still the case? <laughs> yeah, you think he holds think- any hostility towards this gaboon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? It's like the guys who did the whole tiger show. What was it? What's what? Oh, they, yeah. What uh, are their tiger names? King. The, no, 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 uh, no, 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 not the Tiger King. The guys that have been around forever. You guys, Camille, Tamika, you guys know who I'm talking about. Um, the two guys that did the show with the tigers forever. Oh, the oh. circus guys. Yeah. Um, who, what's their names? Oh, shoot. What is their name? Blank. Chemo blank. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, my gosh. One of them got attacked by their own tiger. Yeah, he did. And then he... But did... then I think he came back to the show. Oh, no. He defended the tiger. He yeah. Was, he was very much in the camp of, it, but... it was my fault, not so his fault. So, this guy... Roy. Something in maybe, Roy's. Maybe the snake was right? on her period or something, and she just got mad. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> She's having a bad day. Well, now you've just set women back, Sarah. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, hey, hey, we're not allowed to have bad days? No. I mean... <laughs> oh. Roy, something... Something in Roy. Siegfried and Roy. Yes. There it is. Siegfried and Roy. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. So is he okay? Oh, I have no idea. That's the end of the story. That's the end of the story? Like, this man's in critical... Oh, really? That's that's terrible. Now I feel like I can't make fun of him because he's still in critical condition. We'll never know. Oh, gosh. I don't know. It's a choose-your-own-ending story. You guys can decide. That's terrible. Now I feel bad. All right. I'll say a prayer for him. Okay. All right. Boobs in the news. Bibs in the news. Bibs in the news. Bibs in the news. All right. And we're back. 
let's think about this, Sarah. What about a success story? Do you guys have a story that might encourage somebody who's going through something difficult and and really needs that encouragement that there is light at the end of the tunnel? There are a lot of success stories. The majority of them are going to come from patients who are proactive, right? So families that ask, how will this affect our bottom line? How can we make changes now in order to minimize you know, effects of financial toxicity later. One past client's family was really proactive. So as they saw this mounting financial burden, they the, the kids literally sprang into action in downsizing their mom's living arrangement. They, um, they refinanced her car, just trying to do things to cut out those day-to-day costs. Doing that really changed their day to, her day-to-day normal. But the proactive approach, it made the financial burden much less in the long run. What do you, what do you guys think about that? Because I think that I think that sometimes in order to gain control of your finances, you do have to make those really hard emotions. Yeah, Yeah. hard emotional decisions, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think for some people that's really difficult. If they buy the house that was too large, if they, Mm -hmm. you know, are paying for their kids' private school, you know, and they don't want to give those things up, or, you know, they just made some bad investments, or they, you know, or they they got into credit card debt, or they gambled, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, too much. And, you know, there's these decisions that we all make and we have the best of intentions, but it can quickly spiral. And then it, it requires us to kind of cut those things out. How hard is it for people to do that? It's hard. It's, I mean, it's, it's, go ahead, Tamika. It's actually very hard because when you look at a person's, when you actually sit down with them and you're going over their credit report, a lot of times they don't even know what's on there. A lot of times they have never even looked at their credit report. They're just used to applying for things. The answer is being yes, you know, yes, and they have them. So when they sit down, when we sit down with them and we go over that, it's it's shocking to them, number one, that they have so much debt, but it's shocking to them that they don't even know exactly, like Camille said earlier, where their funds are going. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Once we actually sit down and make a plan, you know, a lot of times, you know, a person is paying 17, 18, you know, sometimes we've even seen the highest 29, 30% on a loan and, but we're looking at a decent credit score. So it's like, okay, right now we're going to, you know, put in an app and refinance, you know, your vehicle. So we have so many tools and so many partnerships Mm -hmm. that can really help them, you know, in finding extra money without having, you know, a second job. Right. Mm, Interesting. I think that it's, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, or, uh, I mean, so many times you just have to lay out the options. Look, this is what you're doing right now. Here's option A, option B, and option C. Mm. This is how much money you'd save in these. But in the end of, at the end of this day, it's your call. Like Mm. your priorities are the ones that we're talking about here. And like, let's talk about why you're choosing A or B or C and what things could look like if you choose a different option. And I think something that can't be overemphasized is just how much peace it brings you when your finances are in order. So mm-hmm. they think that they're they're getting some we're getting something right out of spending this money. It's it's kind of a quick fix to make us feel good or to have what we have in the moment. But the stress of having that burden, that financial burden is real. And I think when you make those hard choices and you cut some of those things out, the peace that you have going to bed every night knowing that you're living within your means is just, it cannot be overstated. Mm -hmm. I just, I I experienced that firsthand when my husband and I kind of revamped the way we were doing our finances. And it's just so much Mm -hmm. easier to to sleep (laughs) knowing that you're living within your means. 
And I really like that you guys are doing it and and honoring autonomy because I think that's one of the biggest things in coaching is that people are more likely to stick with something if they're not just told to do it because this is going to fix your life or your finances or whatever or, you know, your entire financial outlook for your life. But if you're if you're showing them and educating them on the whys and the hows and and this is what you're going to get from it and gain from this, they're more likely to be able to make the choice for themselves and then also keep that up for you know an extended period of time so i really respect that i remember i went to a seminar on those what are they like those payday loans Mm -hmm. you know they're so predatory and i think too like a lot of people you know get into those fixes where they they're trying to alleviate their situation and they go into one Mm -hmm. of those places and it is it's a predatory practice that specifically targets people who are struggling and and so I think it's important too for people to know that if you find yourself in this situation that it's not you know you have accountability for helping yourself get out of it but it's not your fault like a lot of these practices are very predatory they prey upon people who are in financial need and there's no shame in just realizing you know that that's the case and then trying to seek help to get out of that situation Mm -hmm. we've all everybody's made financial poor financial decisions I don't Mm -hmm. care who you are everybody has made a poor financial decision. And, you know, Sarah and I are always advocating, please, please ask for help. And especially in the context of medical bills, you know, it can be very scary to have mounting medical bills, but there are social workers, there are hospitals, there are organizations like Prosperity Connection who will rally around you Mm -hmm. and help you find a a manageable way Mm -hmm. to pay that so that your health doesn't suffer. Yeah. Normalize that financial mistakes totally happen. They happen to everybody, (laughs) everybody. I think that's really interesting work. Okay, so how can patients reach you? Yeah, so our number is 314-256-3995. That'll connect you with our main office. You can also just throw us an email at hello at prosperityconnection.org. Love that email. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. All right. So before I would love to finish up with like just a couple of like nuggets that you guys want to leave people with. But before we do that, let's let's hear from our second sponsor. SSM Health is a proud sponsor of the Besties with Breasties podcast. One in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer during their lifetime. Early detection is key and keeping up to date on yearly mammograms could be life saving. At SSM Health, we offer patients in the St. Louis area online scheduling for mammograms, including next-day appointments. Visit ssmhealth.com slash schedule ma'am to make your appointment now. And we're back. If you guys could impart a little knowledge on people, what do you want them to know? What are two or three things that you want patients maybe who are um, being who have recently been diagnosed or just people in general? Because financial concerns are real. What do you (laughs) what do you guys want everybody to know? First and foremost, I would say don't be shy. Ask for help because there are so many organizations out there that can help um, like us and others. There's plenty that we are connected with. And also there's no perfect answer. There's no one size fits all answer to everything, but starting this conversation and talking about it can lead to some really deep breaths, but talking about it can lead to some peace. Yeah. Okay. So we've talked about how you guys can be reached, but can you, can you share there's, it sounds like there's different avenues for people to connect with you, especially in this time of COVID right now. Tell us about how people can learn from you. So for through your coaching and through the virtual training. 
Absolutely. So we're doing all of our virtual training through Zoom. You can access it through our website at prosperityconnection.org or our Facebook page. We also are doing one-on-one coaching. Coaching is all virtual right now. So we do that via Zoom and or phone. And something to note is everything we do is completely free. Whether you, we are pulling credit, whether we are sitting down three, four, five times, putting together a spending plan, talking through options, everything we do at Prosperity Connection is completely free of charge. Wow, that's and amazing. Then also, and then also, you may visit our YouTube page, Prosperity Connection. You can subscribe to our page. And there's also videos of classes that we've done in the past that can help them also. So just as an example, what is a class that you guys recently conducted? We recently conducted our Exploring Business Lending Options with U.S. Bank for oh. Small Business Owners. And then we've also did did a budgeting for Cyber Monday. Oh, that's yes. so useful. Yeah, I yes. need to watch that one. And Cyber every have- Monday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that's some really good information that yeah. otherwise you would have to pay a lot of money for. So yeah. if you if you are in need of these services, I would highly recommend that you guys connect with Prosperity Connection. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, Camille and Tamika. Dealing with breast cancer is stressful enough, but often it's really after treatment that people struggle to move forward, especially when it comes to their finances. And it sounds like Prosperity Connection is there to help. So thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Of course. Yeah, thanks so much, everyone. Next time. Oh, I'm so excited about this series. So next time we'll be starting a new series on emotional health during and after diagnosis. So this is where we'll get down and dirty on the side of cancer. Most people don't see um, the part that comes after and during in your in your head. So until next time. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.